Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. And we have Alan Bell from Sportsline wow. on the phone line. Chris Sale, so, um, five Alan strikeouts. Bell, also who's got the code for all of the bets on the Bet MGM app tonight. 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 Alan, I need two more strikeouts from Chris Sale. I just want to let you know that. I don't know why I need you to know that, but I just need you to know it, I guess. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll pull it for you here. And also, did the Cardinals hit a, uh, a sacrifice fly that scored two runs? When the hell does that ever happen? Never. Never. You want to know why we yeah. don't know those trends? Because we stopped watching baseball until the playoffs. Trent. Six nothing over the uh, <laughs> Brewers right now, Alan. The uh, Cardinals are up. They're minus 2,500 favorites live. So yeah, I, that, I, I knew uh, this was coming. World Series ticket for the Cardinals, man. We, we knew the Cardinals weren't going away, even, even when it looked like there was a good chance they were going to finish near the basement of the NL Central. And now here they are, and they're going to be in the postseason. They'll probably end up winning it all. It's what they do. Alan, let's talk about something that makes me happy since the Cardinals uh, depress me. Well, can I derail this for a second? Because I, I have a huge gripe with Alan right Uh-oh. now. And you know, Alan's my favorite guy. I tell him I love him every time I get a, a chance. But I, What do you do? Alan, you know, I'm always about the early edge, man. I got to get I gotta get in there. Got to get the early edge. I heard you talking trash about Mr. Terrell Heineke, my Washington football team. You don't believe in him in <laughs> Buffalo. Please tell me, or well, tell the people once again, why you don't think um, um, Washington is the the move in this game on Sunday and why uh, Buffalo is going to cover that nine right now at bet MGM. Hmm. Yeah. I'm a little worried about this one. Um, I just don't know how Washington goes about winning this game, right? Like, are, are, are you going to shut down Buffalo's entire offense or are you going to beat them in a shootout? Right? Like I, I really don't trust either scenario here. And especially it looks like Buffalo's kind of getting its legs back both offensively and defensively. It's just a tough spot, man. Like Washington's a good football team. But this is just kind of a different game that I don't think that they fit in very well. And not many teams do, right? Like It's like going up against the Chiefs offense, right? Like It's just tough, man. So I, I'm just not feeling it this week. I will plenty more weeks, just not in this one. Alan, here's one we are going back and forth on. Uh, I really like the Dolphins this week. They're four-point road underdogs going into Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Any thoughts on this game or anything else that you really like this week? Yeah, so I'll say this, man. Jacoby Brissett, like, he is not a bad option, right? Like, you know, there's a big difference between backup QBs uh, normally and what you have in Brissett. I mean, this is an NFL starter. And then you look at Las Vegas. I mean, they've been playing out of their minds. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But if you've got a banged-up Derek Carr, uh, you've got Josh Jacobs, who is going to be out. Uh, This is a good matchup for them, and especially when you're catching them after catching a dropping uh, to Buffalo, who we just talked about. Like, I think that this matches up nicely for them uh, Las Vegas has to come down at some point. They're, they're, they're not this good. Yeah, they do. They're like they good. do. They're like, not this good. They do. But no, you know like they're not. Yeah, I mean, they're not kind of weirdly them, rooting for. Them. Like, yeah, I mean, nothing against them, but like <laughs> things have to come back to reality at some point. I think this is a good spot to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we were going back and forth on. Another thing that we were going back and forth on were was New Orleans and and. And, uh, the Patriots. and the Patriots, sorry, I'm like, it's okay. got yeah. bugs around me, I've got <laughs> shit, <laughs> shifts happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's not wrong. <laughs> anyway, I'm very curious which Jameis is going to show up for this game, which Alvin Kamara is going to show up for this game. You talk about things coming back down to reality. Alvin Kamara had five yards on eight rushes. Now, I know that Carolina's defense is for real, but so apparently is the Patriots. What do you think is going to happen? Two and a half is like a very tricky trap rat line to me, as is 42. 
Yeah, you're right. Like, this is absolutely like Nick Saban talks about, like, rat poison in terms of, like, don't buy into your own hype. Like, this is rat poison of just don't drink it out of, like, the garage. Like, this game is odd. The numbers are odd. Plus, look at Belichick, okay? But he has this game this week. Brady and the Bucks go to L.A. and play the Rams. Well, you know what? This week four Brady versus Belichick game is next week. So who's looking ahead, right? So I don't know the answer to that just yet. But what I do know is that whenever Belichick has an opportunity to confuse a quarterback, especially somebody like Jameis Winston, who is probably really eager to get this offense going, this is when he pulls out like that amiibo defense of like one down lineman and 10 people all over the place. Like I would not be surprised at all to see Belichick pull out all kinds of crazy stuff just to throw off a quarterback who's really in a new offense and a team that hasn't really found its stride just yet. Uh, this kind of game screams Patriots to me. I don't know when the Saints offense is going to pick it up. It will, but I don't know if it's this week. This is going to be a really tough test for them. How much do you think that the Saints struggles had to do with seven coaches being held out for COVID? Yeah, it didn't help. Like, it did not help at all. But, again, you know, we go back to that week one game, uh, you know, for the Saints where they drubbed the Packers. Look, yeah, they won that game big. But you look at the numbers, you look at the stats, like five touchdowns stand out. Jameis didn't have a great game. Besides one bomb, right. like his yeah. numbers Ding weren't dunk. that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it, it was kind of a, it's kind of a mirage. So I, I'm wondering, is this actually who the New Orleans Saints are mm. on offense? Or, you know, are they going to pick this thing up? I don't know the answer yet, but I do know that when you're struggling on offense, the last person you want to see is Bill Belichick, whether it seems good, whether it seems bad. He's the last person that you want to see. Alan, let's say uh, you're making a trip to Las Vegas or you're just waking up and you're checking out the uh, BetMGM app, which is my favorite app, of course, and you could place one bet in college football, one bet in NFL. What are your uh, two favorite bets for the weekend? Yeah, so first one is going to be the Cleveland Browns minus seven. Uh, And look, they kind of had their hangover game last week against Houston. They trailed a little bit in that game after a really tough loss at Kansas City. Well, what does everyone do when you have a hangover? You chug some Pedialyte and you're ready to go the that's next it. day. I think that's – it is, right? Like, that's where Cleveland is going to be because their team's going to be super focused. And they're going up against Chicago, who's going to start Justin Fields. And whenever a new quarterback starts, every single coach defensively has to take extra time to re-kind of game plan what they're going to do, which means you're going to get extra focus here. So you're not only going to get focused offensively from Baker – uh, you know, and Nick Chubb and everybody, but you're going to get it defensively. And look, Justin Fields is going to be good. It's not going to happen this week because he is not going to beat this Cleveland Browns defense running outside the pocket. They're too good. They're too fast. So Justin Fields is going to have to beat them in the pocket, hmm. which I don't no, think no, that he's no, ready no, to do no, just no, yet. No, so yeah, no. give me the Browns on that one. College football. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Look, I live in Tennessee. Uh, take oh, don't Florida do it. 19 and don't do it. Take, take the Gators. Take the Gators. And I'll tell you why. One, Normally, when teams play Alabama, they come out kind of banged up and maybe you know a little bit upset. Look, I think Florida is coming out aggressive because they they they, they saw how good that they can be, and you're going to get Anthony Richardson at quarterback. So when you would think that Florida would kind of you know maybe get a lead and just sit on it, and not do much in the second half, you could possibly get back toward. You've got another guy who's back there trying to show what he can do, and Dan Mullen is eighty percent against the spread at Florida. After an SEC loss. Trends. So. We love trends here. Go. Alan, I got a couple questions for you. I'll keep it 
Actually, let me jump back because I'm known for jumping back and not, you know, <laughs> keeping things on the rails here. Um, please make me feel better about the fact and maybe make Ryan feel better about the fact as well that we took Atlanta on the money line against the Giants on the road this week. Whew. All right. Uh, here's so the deal. Is the is it's no, be... I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be no, it's going to be an ugly yeah. game. All right. It's going to be a, 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 an ugly, hideous game. What I do know, though, is this. Is Arthur Smith at some point is going to get this offense going? Yeah. He showed a little bit, uh, you know, with Matt Ryan against the Bucks. Uh, some pick sixes happened. Those things they come about, right? But they looked better, and this team is going to get better. The key to Arthur Smith's offense is running the ball. Mm-hmm. If they can run the ball, it opens up everything else that he wants to do in the offensive passing game. With the Giants, yeah, they lost to Washington. Should have won mm-hmm. if that penalty didn't happen. But it still, it wasn't necessarily that pretty right like what they need to do is just contain daniel jones and then you know keep an eye on saquon obviously but i like atlanta in this one they're going to put this thing together they're a better team than the giants are and i think that they're going to show better roster we don't know about the team yet i think they're a better team yeah good point that's a great point Alan, make me feel better about the packers this weekend is uh three and a half point road dogs for some reason anytime they play the niners this game's always in san fran it's never at lambeau ever Look at the uh, look at the history books. But anyway, who do you like in that one? You probably like San Francisco, don't you? No, I don't, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. My All man. right, so this offseason, yeah. So look, normally I'm not a person on like individual players, like emotions or things like that, because it's the NFL. It's hard. However, Rodgers has thrown a fit for two years now, wanting out. And who's the one team that he openly said he wanted to be traded to before this draft was the 49ers, and they said no. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go shove it up San Francisco's and shove it up Green Bay's. Like, I think he's on just basically, excuse my language, a middle finger tour to everyone. And this is the exact team that he wants to do it to because they did not trade for him. He's from that area. Obviously, yeah, you want a motivated and angry Brett Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Same guy at this point, man. Look at him. He looks old. I'm kidding. I love him. I love him. Same guy. Like, you're getting an angry Aaron Rodgers this week. I assure you that. And, Alan, um, real quick, I, I don't know if you have anything on this or not, but you probably do because you play everything. This Thursday, college football, Marshall, Appalachian State. <laughs> wow. I, I'm all over Marshall on this one. I, please tell me if you don't have a play or interest, but if you do, what would you lean and why? Yeah, so I'm going to take Marshall plus seven here. I and mean. I think it's going to be a – yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game. Appalachian State probably wins. Right, but it's going to be a low-scoring game. They probably win like 25-22, 25-21, something like that. You're catching Marshall after a huge upset loss yeah. that they had last week. That they should have won that game by double digits. Twenty-one unanswered in the fourth is the ridiculous. Game. Ridiculous, right? So you're getting an angry Marshall team who wants to show up and uh, prove that they are a much better team than what they showed. So yeah, App State probably wins the game, but yeah, you're giving me Marshall plus seven. I'm going to ride that. Alan, what about Thursday night football? Any props or anything that you could uh, give out? I know that – are you guys going to be on bright and early tomorrow on uh, Sportsline? We will be. We'll be up bright and early. I'll tell nice. you this. All right? So, you want a trend, I'll give you a trend. Trends. All right, teams that, win, teams that win in the NFL, all right, if you're at home, it's about 57%. If you win the turnover margin, it's 69%. Okay? And look at the Houston Texans. In two games so far, they put the ball on the ground three times and thrown an interception. So, grab the Texans over one and a half turnovers. I think it's a good prop play for you. You get it, uh, I think, at minus 110. Yep, minus 110. Plus, you're going to have Davis Mills in there. So, he threw an interception. Very, 
Yeah, he threw an interception very quickly to Cleveland last week. I think he's going to throw at least one, maybe two. Plus, like I said, they put the ball on the ground a lot. And if you look at the Carolina Panthers, all right, surprisingly, surprisingly, they lead the league in yards allowed per game, points allowed per game, passing yards allowed per game, rushing yards allowed per game, sacks, quarterback hits, and defensive third down percentage. This team is good, and they're doing it defensively. Yes. So it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. It's a weird one. Uh, and quarterbacks can get weird on you know short weeks on Thursday nights. So I'm kind of going with the prop play here. I think that they will absolutely get after uh, Davis Mills. Alan, thanks so much, man. We'll be watching you tomorrow, and we uh, hope to speak again soon. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thank you, Alan. Hey, See yeah. you later, Alan. Yeah, too. That's hey, a guy yeah. right there, Alan Bell, CBS Sports Line. And uh, if you missed any of that, you tuned in late. We'll have it podcasted, of course. All you got to do, bet MGM tonight, subscribe. That's what we ask in return. You uh, are convincing me, man. I, I think I'm going to have to jump on Marsha with you tomorrow. Got to, man. Did I convince you or did Alan? I think Alan did. Coming on no, here and no. What he said was very you. spirited last night. I with was. This, with I believe this. in Marshall, man. Hey, the thundering herd. The Chad Pinningtons. I haven't heard bosses. like anybody that enthusiastic about Marshall since Matthew McConaughey. So I uh, I love it, man. I just hate betting against App State ever since they upset my guy uh, Mike Hart in Michigan. But I, I I think I'm gonna have to jump on that one with you.